Star Wars Escape Pod. I'm your host, Josh, and uh, we've got our first uh, our first episode chatting about all the cancelled Star Wars video games that we've ever never had the chance to play. And uh, it's a it's a rest in peace episode for all the all 39 of them, and uh, a brief mention for the ones that are still available today, as well as the ones that have been resurrected, which has been very very few. Uh, so we're going to be chatting about all that stuff. Could end up turning into a two-parter episode, but uh, today we have Blake and Bryce joining us on the show again to chat about all this stuff. So, let's get into it. Another happy landing. Welcome back, fellas. Hello. Hello there. Glad to be back. It's always a fun time. Always a fun time. How have you guys been? I'd say pretty good. I'm excited to talk about KOTOR 3. <laughs> That's big news for you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Finally, it's... you'll have a new game to play. Exactly. After... I'm... <laughs> I've been playing, playing KOTOR yeah. for the past, like... 15 years over and, and over. And KOTOR 2 with the uh, uh, cutting room floor mod, which brings back all the stuff I didn't have time to finish. Oh. If you haven't done it, it's actually pretty sweet. I recommend it. I'm only, I'm like halfway to two-thirds done the original. I'm starting to get craving just to play the second one because it's been longer since I played that one. I think I'm good. I, I think I'm just going to keep replaying uh, KOTOR 2 and I'll just getting through the asteroid base uh and then just giving up <laughs> just getting that's, bored and, and giving up yeah and that's then i the forget worst about part. it and uh two years goes by and i try it again and i forget about it <laughs> yeah no i hear you that first first part of that game is pretty brutal what's funny is people also dislike terrace in the first game but i think it's actually my favorite part <laughs> yeah i kind of like terrace i don't know yeah it's strange yeah but because you do Telos and you do the asteroid, uh, the abandoned asteroid mining facility, and both of them are terrible. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to talk about yeah. the canceled version, and uh, and we can talk about the the remake that was just announced. Yeah, exactly. It's it's all on the list. I mean, we got a pretty extensive list here. I mean, I know you guys have got it in front of you there but you noticed there's... i saw one that i really want to talk about oh i bet, <laughs> I bet. Is uh there's uh so there's there's 39 actually that's not true. there's there's 30 canceled games there's been nine pulled games which have been released games that then were taken back and off the shelf or off the digital market or whatever you want to call it and uh Two revived games as well as a couple upcoming games and current games, of course, that we can still play. There's still active servers out there. And, uh, you know, we'll start off on the list with Star Wars 1313. I mean, this is probably one of the biggest ones on this list. That was uh, huge, hey? It was huge. Like, it, it's, um, 
It came out in, uh, well, it was, I guess it was announced at E3 back in 2012 in June. Feels and so long ago. It now. was the last smokes, like, big ever. title Star Wars game that was pretty close to being finished. And uh, didn't didn't something happen that year that kind of screwed it over? Wasn't there something something to do with? Yeah, it was a, a, a little purchase of a, of a company for a couple billion dollars that that you know caused that to to get canceled. Um, you're right. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is this has got to be one of the most heartbreaking games on the list because I know it, for years, almost a decade now, people have been wanting this game to be resurrected, and you know, and you know, is it's just unfortunate though. Uh, I was reading about this as well that shortly after the company was purchased, the trademark was just thrown away for thirteen thirteen. Yeah, so. in fact, I believe um, if I'm not mistaken. In the contract itself, it's that purchase of Lucasfilm, ILM, uh, LucasArts, and then in brackets, specifically not Star Wars 1313. Wow. So Bob, Bob Iger knew from the beginning, like, we're not, we're not going to do this. Oh, yeah. man. Can you imagine just being like <laughs> like everyone working on it? Like that, oh, that day at work and you know what was going to happen, right? <laughs> that like That would have been just crushing. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been um, very disappointing day. It's like everyone can remember the day, the day that thirteen thirteen was canceled. It's like, what were you doing? Where were you? <laughs> yeah, where were, where you? were you? Yeah, should be, someone should write a country song about it. <laughs> yeah, where I were mean, you when thirteen thirteen was canceled? The only other option is they would swap out all the characters, so like Goofy would be playing Darth Vader, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so thirteen thirteen would have come out on PC, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One, and uh, would have taken place around ten years before Episode Four uh, to about fifteen years before Episode Four, which is about five years after Revenge of the Sith. And you would have played as a character who, bit of a spoiler here, would have been killed or something like that along the events of the game, and it would have taken over at that point. You would have played as Boba Fett, as kind of a, an aspiring bounty hunter, and uh, I, I, this is the the development of this game was done simultaneously with when Boba was still a character in the Clone Wars. So, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, this would have been like at least what we consider a, at the time before the whole canon thing, a, like a really close to canonicity events of a game, right? I was um, wondering if they were going to try to work it in like to that level, because yeah. like. Boba had, as we've talked about multiple times, his main storyline of how he became who he is was about to to happen, right? It's like yeah. the next season was supposed to be Boba and Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. There, there was uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of people looking forward to one of those seasons featuring some Boba Cad Bane mentorship sort of style Clone Wars arcs, and and that was revealed much later by. Dave or somebody at one of the celebrations that they had and uh or maybe it was Comic-Con or something but I don't know it's it's a lot of stuff to to have missed you know and and uh there's so much stuff online like we don't even need to play any of that like it's such a recognizable title uh so you know we could probably move on to the next one but I don't know what it, well, I was just I'm, so like you're the, as a main character you're supposed to die in it and like yeah, that's that's what I was reading. It's, I've never heard of that before. And like, it's kind of like, like when you're playing D and D and your character dies, so the GM yeah. just lets you play as someone else. Mm-hmm. Has any other game done that? <laughs> I don't th- like I don't any know. other like 
that's that, what that's that was that game was big news for star wars like yeah, yeah it was it was right like because star wars had never had a, a kind of a game like that in a long time especially like since right. uncharted and the last of us got so big right yeah yeah um but you know what? I th- like I think a lot of that stuff was kind of spiritually upheld in Fallen Order a little bit. Like, yeah, that was my thoughts too, and that's why I know when we opened the conversation, Josh, you said maybe they'll bring it back, the revival of like Lucas Arts. But I feel like everything they had going in that game just got rolled into Fallen Order. Yeah, it's it's possible, um, you know, and and you know to to go back to kind of what Bryce was saying about how this was been would have been such a unique experience, like playing as a, a character who would have died. Uh, there is a little write up here on the Wikipedia page about the gameplay, and it says the player would have taken on the role of an unidentified bounty hunter who would have who would soon be killed by a mysterious figure, subsequently revealed to be Boba Fett. The player would then control, uh, take control of Boba Fett for the duration of the game, finding themselves navigating Coruscant's <laughs> underworld metropolis of level 1313. Various exotic weapons would have been utilized as the player uncovered a criminal conspiracy. I mean, um, like, the character you play as is, like, a Cal Kestis level yeah. of sweet boy. And you're trying to tell yeah. me he just gets iced by Boba Fett? Like, <laughs> like, like you know, that would be so shocking as you're playing. It's just It actually makes a lot of sense. True. It was supposed to be, it was widely known to be a Boba Fett game, but then all the footage yeah. that was released online didn't feature him at all. And it was right, clearly yeah. not Daniel Logan playing the voice of this character who was at the time playing him in the Clone Wars. And in the Clone Wars, they brought up level 1313 a, a couple times in the show because mm-hmm. you know it was being developed simultaneously right so okay it just dawned on me right now how freaking funny would it have been if it was like a custom character thing at the beginning so you like like <laughs> something like elder scrolls where you spend like 45 minutes designing your character <laughs> at the end of the first level you just get killed off and play both fit <laughs> I mean, a good, a good chunk of players probably wouldn't be that angry, right? You get to play as Boba Fett, not your chumpy, weird character you just created. True, but just I just I know I've spent so many hours just like making my character look just right, I and mean, then just like twenty minutes saying your character just like spit on and giving someone else. I think is hilarious, especially if it if you made like the if you you know sometimes you make the the joke character. In Skyrim, you make like a 800 pound tweet, like, yeah. unibrow, and he's like, he's got stripes like a tiger. And he gets killed just, by both. Yeah, just the worst looking dude. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. It's the 13 everyone. We miss it. Yeah. All uh, right. What's next? What's next? We've got Star Wars Attack Squadrons, an online browser based space combat game in development by Disney Interactive and Area 52. The game was first announced with a teaser trailer on December 17th, 2013, with a closed beta that began in January 2014. And in May, after five months of beta testing, it was announced that the game was canceled in favor of developing other Star Wars gaming experiences. The game had, had uh, the game never had an announced release date before its official cancellation. It would have featured 16 player matches and three modes. There was a couple cool maps and would have used Unity game engine released on PC. So okay. I'm First watching thing... the, I'm watching mm-hmm. it now and it, it just kind of looks like a very arcadey version of Squadrons. 
Yeah, you know, like I was gonna say, like Attack Squadrons, like it sounds exactly like EA's Star Wars Squadrons, or even just the Starfighter mode in Battlefront Two. Like it, I don't yep. really know how big this game would have been, but I feel like around the same time of this cancellation, it feels like that was also kind of a Disney call. Um, What's really interesting that I notice in regards to that is this is probably one of the few games that has LucasArts and Disney on it. Yeah, so you're right. Before yeah. LucasArts was was uh, you know like closed down, and EA got the rights. Right. So that's a very narrow window. And I wonder if they maybe were told by Disney like, "Hey, you got to make some games," and they did some of these like small games get going, and then Disney just pulled the plug and gave it to EA instead. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff happening in that corporate umbrella. You never know, right? I bet you this probably turned into squadrons in some form right like yeah. they probably because they probably like canned the unity part of it but still went ahead and in, into the development of like a, a dog fighting game right yeah that's yeah. and it's kind of crazy to think that squadrons having come out like five or, or i guess it was six years after this game was canceled um yeah. it's a decent amount of time later but it's almost worth the wait because squadrons is like i haven't really played a whole lot of the online but the campaign was fantastic and the fact that they made it vr compatible was really cool like yeah cross console ps playstation xbox pc all on the same server plus vr i was like that is unheard of like unbelievable so yeah probably just went to the back burner and they probably sat on it while they developed uh right some of the more like the bigger games like that uh, makes sense well, it's a, bra- and- a bravo to EA as well, because I feel like Battlefront 2, they, they did a lot of fixing up. But that was, aside from Jedi Fallen Order, I feel like Squadrons is very like underrated as far as a successful release. And uh, not to mention, it wasn't a AAA rated game. They priced it yeah. as a mid-tier game, like $40 yeah. or 50 bucks or something instead of like 80 So, you know, not, it was not bad. Not bad. Hmm. All right. Uh, we got... This this one is kind of interesting. Um third on the list we got battle of the sith lords uh, i don't know if that's like the official title but it was also known as the darth maul game codenamed as damage and uh, oh, was yeah. in development by red fly studio and canceled in 2011 and uh, it was linked to george lucas's decision to sell the company would have been released on all the consoles at the time and uh, there's even a video about this which i'm going to play real quick before we chat about it Brian, you wrote the piece on the canceled Darth Maul game. It looks a little bit like it takes a page from the Force Unleashed book. One of the things they told me is that they didn't want it to feel like Force Unleashed. This is more violent, I guess. Lopping off heads, limbs, everything you'd expect a lightsaber to actually do. One of the craziest parts was nobody really knew what was going on. Like they knew they were making a game with LucasArts about Darth Maul. But that's all they really had. I mean, really, that's all they really had. They didn't have a script. They didn't have any writers working with them. They just got like a title, Battle of the Sith Lords. So they were like, well, maybe it's going to be Darth Maul going against someone else. So that's where they started thinking, well, maybe we'll be creating it. Maybe we will be guiding this ship. And so they started thinking about doing an origin story tale. You know, these anonymous sources I talked to seemed to think that it was canceled just because George Lucas had to ice all the projects that were in the works for the Disney merger. So this isn't a case of a game that isn't looking like it's going to be very good so it just gets canceled this is a game that's just like 
sort of business circumstances pushed underwater. And it didn't even get to the point of it being good or bad. It was all prototypes. It never really got to the point of it being a full-fledged game. There's a chance it could come back, but I would say it's very slim. Very, very slim, especially with EA handling the Star Wars license with all their studios. But if it did come back, you'd play it. I would absolutely play it. Of all the kind of canceled game stories that kind of came my way, it sounded like the most interesting one. What do you guys, what do you guys think of that one? Uh, Did you hear about this one? Um, I, I do remember some sort of Darth Maul thing. I yeah. thought it was being done by Visceral, but I guess maybe that's a probably a different one on the list. Um, there might be more than one. Yeah. yeah, there there were a lot of rumors about a Darth Maul game, but I mean, I think Darth Maul is just one of those guys that now he there's just rumors about everything. You know, he's in. Yeah, everything. I feel like there's always rumors he's in everything now. Right. It's always Darth Maul, and it's always Boba Fett, which is <laughs> ironic because both last two games are or two of the games Darth Maul and Boba Fett. Right, yeah. people people love those guys. I don't know. This, I think. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll say this trailer to me looks very God of War esque. Yeah. Like the, the motion, the combat, and everything. Like I said, Force Unleashed, stylized, but it almost felt more God of War to me than uh, Force Unleashed. Lots of Clone Wars characters in there, hey? Too. I think it was it was definitely aimed at like uh, like a Clone Wars community rather. Yeah. Yeah, you had uh, glimpses of uh, a lot of Death Watch warriors. Uh, I don't know. It could have been... The press was in there. Yeah, some clones, Savage Press, yeah. Uh, a couple recognizable people. And then, you know, Shirtless Maul, which we all want to see. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, was there... It, it would have been cool, I think. Was there a time period for this? Like, would it have taken place the same time as, like, the comics did? I think it post? was... I think it mostly took place during during Clone Wars, but... Uh, in general, uh, it is said that on on the page here that it was such a prototype game is like it's stylized to kind of act as if like it was a Clone Wars based Force Unleashed game, but you played as Darth Maul, and uh, it took place in that time period. But uh, more or less, the the story was just not there. Like there was very it was just very early development of the mechanics and like how the game was going to work, and they hadn't fully written any script or story yet to kind of into that gameplay so what you see online like from the the leaked material the released i guess material from its post cancellation is very much like early prototype stuff and so when you see darth maul fighting like a whole bunch of death watch warriors they all have the pre vizsla lines on their helmet which points to me as if it's just one model that they just decided to copy stamp for all the enemies and so yeah very very rough kind of you know development but i think it could have been cool i mean we all love the force unleashed it's a great game yeah um, everyone we're not going to speak yeah i'll say we're not going to speak of force unleashed 2 but the first one's really good <laughs> i didn't have a problem with force unleashed 2 actually yeah, uh, i think i even played it yeah yeah i mean terrible, i beat it yeah it was it just gets incredibly repetitive and i felt like the first one was a little better in that regard i think right. it's tough to make a game using a real character like a like a like an already existing character like there are not a lot of stars games where you play as like a character from the movies like as right yeah maybe just the the first one that comes to my mind is the like the old 80s right. like Other, n- nintendo uh, other like than um, turn of the like, jedi 
Bounty Hunter was one where you played as Django Fett, which I yeah. guess that was pretty successful. But um, but I think that game came out before you really know who Django Fett was. Exactly. Yeah, and I think yeah, I don't know if it it might be interesting to the game might have been interesting. Cool. It, it says of Redfly Studio, the 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 game developer that was creating this game also was responsible for the Wii version of uh, the Force Unleashed Two, which was a very different because you remember at the time when we had releases of these certain games like revenge of the sith for example or whatever on every console it was totally different just every every version was like way out there and its own unique experience i you know i remember it like having the the episode three uh game boy or a nintendo ds game and it was like a two-dimensional looking you know just a side crawler style and, and then there was on the consoles though it was like a 3d walk around in a 3d environment kind of style game right so uh very different experiences there and then the wii had its own thing with the motion controllers and uh for for uh some of the battle modes you could do in some of these games so i mostly just remember if you're on the wii like the graphics are like 30 percent of everything else yeah <laughs> yeah totally uh yeah so i don't know that, that could have been interesting battle of the sith lords um let's get around to the next one battlefront 3 the the uh, the sequel to the original Battlefront two from the original Battlefront series. I mean, and I was so excited for this when I saw it, and now you yeah, look back too. at it and it looks terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like compared to the Battlefront that we got from yeah. EA, like yeah. just how visually pleasing that Battlefront was to 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 play in and like see. Yeah. But I I remember right. watching that like that first footage they released the on trailer. Twitter. This looks insane. Like, I can't wait for Bell. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah, I remember that too. Seeing uh, a ship take off that from space big. off of a, a battle cruiser, yeah, and then fly through atmosphere and then land in the ground battle, and you jump out and like are like fighting people. That was the coolest thing. Yeah, I wish EA would have kept that. It. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's one mechanic I wish they had uh, put in the new Battlefront games is going from starfighter battles to the ground and then getting out of your vehicle and then taking place on the ground battle right and they kind of put that in but not really because like in in some of the maps and some of the modes you can select to be a certain fighter and then just duel against other fighters up there but if there's if no one else in the multiplayer match is selecting fighters then you got no one to kill except try and dive bomb against people running on the ground and it's just not the same right like it's got to have its own set of objectives yeah i know we're like i know we're supposed to be talking about the old battlefront but like yeah the the new that is the one issue with the new battlefront that maybe the old one would have had is that the the vehicle uh, to player interaction was much better in Battlefront 1 and 2, right? Where you don't just select the vehicle in a menu and you spawn in it. You run to it, you get in it, right? It's sitting somewhere, you get in it, right? You The act of like running to a Starfighter, getting in it and then having to take off, like that's a really cool experience. Yeah, I agree. That, and uh, I feel like yeah. that's that's just part of the times because that was yeah. how all those games were back in the day. This is back with like Halo 1, Halo 2. Yeah, yeah. And, they were all like that. And then I feel like it was when shooters online became more of the main part of the game than just the story mode that they started yeah. to transition towards more of this kind of mechanic. Yeah. yeah. When it when it all of a sudden it didn't become about like the 
the like the story or whatever the story or like the overall immersion yeah the immersion yeah, yeah kind of like that even though it's kind of immersion breaking sometimes like like why are all these empty vehicles just sitting around everywhere yeah, <laughs> everyone's on break yeah, yeah. well it's like I, I mean they, they found a really good balance with the second new battlefront 2 but i mean battlefront yeah. like the, uh, it was just such a thing with the older games to have a story mode because online wasn't really a big deal back then right so this game having canceled in 2008 uh, you know, there was, uh, I remember, I remember when Battlefront 2 came out the same year that episode three did, I believe, which was 2005 on PlayStation 2 and um, other, you know, other platforms. But uh, that was, that was kind of the main one, I guess, as far as the one well, I played it on. What's funny is they kind of released a Battlefront 3, but it was like a, like a half-assed uh, yeah, version. Yeah. I had that one. It was, yeah. for, it was like PSP. You're talking Funnily about, enough, uh, was, it's. It's called um, Raiders something, something. Um, Rogue was it called? It was something Rogue, as Rogue, Rogue Assault Squadron. Rogue, yes, something Rogue Rogue Assault. Was, There was a, a Battlefront Renegade Squadron. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. That's the one. Okay, yeah. There was a yeah. Battlefront oddly, Renegade Squadron with like it was like Rebellion Empire era. But oddly enough, that is very similar kind of to today's Battlefront. Like it was, yeah, it, it is. was where you could make your own character. You could have a jetpack and a shield and like yeah. all these weird items. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I recall one, one can. Oh god. <laughs> I was saying, I recall sitting in like the hockey change room, getting ready for the game. The guy next to me was playing that on his PSP. I'm like, yeah. what? You have like a jetpack and like all this stuff. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can like customize your guy. I'm like, what even is this? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Even... There was a there was a couple spinoff Battlefront games. There was Renegade Squadron. There was Elite Squadron and Mobile Squadrons. Which Mobile Squadrons is, uh, it, it's well, it's kind of a it was it was like, mo- like old flip phone style. Like not even worth talking about that one. But, um, but yeah, it, the Elite Squadron was um, was on DS and PSP. And mm-hmm. also came out in 2009, so probably followed in the footsteps of the cancellation of, of Battlefront 3. But some of the footage and uh, some of the released gameplay cutscenes for Battlefront 3 are very interesting. Like you would have featured uh, some sort of special clone unit. Um, so if you ever look up Battlefront 3 uh, leaked gameplay, you can find like a whole bunch of stuff on this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a bunch of cutscenes that featured like around the around the same time period that battlefront 2 was based which is like the the turn of the republic into the empire and would have featured order 66 again i believe and you would have played as uh like a i think it was a force sensitive clone or something there was something very very different about it uh so i feel like that's a story that just keeps coming back that's what one of the the offshoot Lego Star Wars games. That's the uh, the plot. Who plays a clone of Force Powers? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, some of the elements were later reused in Elite Squadron, which it says here on the on the page. So, um, yeah. But I mean, that main component of having ship to ground battles taking place simultaneously, we still don't have it in a game, and uh, that would have been the coolest part of this this whole Battlefront Three. One can only it's wonder. Like, it could have been a cult classic. Could have been uh, right. Yeah, it could have been. Um, and briefly mentioning, following up on the list with item number five, uh, we had an unconfirmed Battlefront Four sequel that was already being planned around the 
success of the third game, which was going to be so big. Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah, because Battlefront Three was very like far in the making, so they were kind of planning the early stages of Battlefront Four already. I actually remember reading into this, and it was really weird. It went off on its own storyline, and I recall something about like the the Sith characters. It was just it was just really bizarre. It was like the the worst fan fiction. It's uh, yeah. So it would have featured what if scenarios where characters would have had their allegiances swapped. The example of being Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan as dark side characters, with Maul and Vader yeah, as light side characters. That's what it was. Um, early and I love play. alternate history. So. <laughs> so good, right? Early gameplay footage found on YouTube. Or a minor in alternate history. <laughs> early gameplay footage found on YouTube showed the plot taking place post-Return of the Jedi during battles between the Rebels and the Imperial Remnant while taking elements from the prequels. Uh, other plot points that alternated from the established timeline included Anakin encountering and killing Yoda on Naboo and Palpatine invading said planet and Anakin killing Padme in a fit of rage, unlike in Revenge of the Sith. So it would have been a, like a like them just taking Star Wars and then playing Marvel's what-if scenarios on all of the events, which I, I don't know how that would have worked out. That seems like a little a little. I mean, that being said, we'll, we'll be seeing... Uh, well, that's why, Josh, they were... The company was free radical. They, yeah. they got it. <laughs> that means, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I was going to say, we're probably going to see uh, some sort of Star Wars what if yeah, yeah. coming oh, soon, I anyways. Oh, I mean, yeah. Star Wars it's, Visions isn't too far yeah. from that. That's true. Yes. So it's a stepping stone to when we get the what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah more or less. Um, so, number six on the list. Star Wars Dark Squadron. Uh, Cancel video game would have been set within the Rogue Squadron series, as indicated by the title, meant to be an alternate take on the series which had the player controlling the military forces of the Galactic Empire crushing the Rebel Alliance, similar to Star Wars Starfighter in comparison with Star Wars X-Wing and X-Wing Alliance. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what do you guys think Sounds of that? Sounds cool. Do you, yep. you guys ever play the old Rogue Squadron games? or? I played one of them. I played probably TIE Fighter because it came out after. Oh, wait. I played the one on N64, I think, where you had to fly the Snowspeeder and take down the at 18 is like the most impossible thing. Yeah, that was Rogue Squadron 3D. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I, I played that. The, uh, the TIE Bomber level was pretty cool, though. Yeah. This is the... These are the really old ones. The... Which one? There was there's Tie Fighter, and there was X Wing, and was there another one after that? Uh, I on the X Wing Alliance. The X, yeah, in the X Wing, uh, in the X Wing series, X Wing Alliance. Yeah, yeah, X Wing Alliance came out in 1999, and that uh, been maybe the one I played. There was, yeah, the one prior to that was X Wing versus Tie Fighter in '97, and then preceded. With X-wing and Tie Fighter, oh, I played one of them. I thought it was really lame because your, I remember your lasers had limited shots, and I was like, "What? Interesting! <laughs> like, stupid. like you had like ammunition? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so dumb. Because it was like a, it was made to be like a flight sim, right? So you had to like go back to the carrier to to reload. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I was, any, I was any fans of the old small. series? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's maybe some 
some older fans listening to us us youngins talk about these games as if you know because back then that was probably like the stuff right like the way that we look at the old battlefront too was like x-wing was like their their business so but i mean what year was this it's like gonna the be late created? 90s right um oh the dark squadron game yeah uh it, there actually isn't any year listed particularly on it? the page i would imagine that is probably gonna launch maybe 2001 or 2000 because, but because that's... I mean, technically, Rogue Squadron went until the GameCube. Like, they had a couple GameCube releases. So Right. Oh, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Rogue Squadron 2 Rogue Leader uh, came out yeah. in 2001. Yeah. Those games are really fun. Yeah, and, Rogue uh, Squadron. Yeah. And Rogue Squadron was, uh, was 1998. It was so fun in arcade Like, you would you'd be like... There'd be like it'd be like you and your like AI wingman, and you'd literally have to fight like a thousand Tie Fighters, and you'd be like <laughs> shooting like all. It, it was pretty fun though. Oh man, yeah. I, I feel a deck. Feel like I take on the whole empire myself. Well, that's good. <laughs> Here they are. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Dark Squadron would have been, I guess, like what is like the sixth game in that series, I guess. If you count yep. if you count x-wing and all that so i don't know yeah but it just got i got I think it just got canceled and maybe cover up by all the prequel stuff because rogue squadron was still kind of building on the hype of the newly newly uh released special vhs releases right the re-released versions in the theaters in the mid-90s so that game series really had a lot a lot going for it as far as marketing and you know yep dark Would've squadron cool, maybe just but, came a bit late but also probably not a big loss yeah probably not yeah so were the books based on the games or the games based on the books? Games would have been based on the books. Yeah. Okay. And then now there's going to be a new movie done by Patty Jenkins, right? Called Star Wars Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue Squadron. <laughs> uh, it's good. <laughs> Star Wars Bro Squadron. Bro Squadron. That's great. Nice. It's part of the Star Wars Fast and Furious series. Uh, did, yeah. I, did I tell you about this? Like uh, Blake and I have this like roughed out a plan in one of our episodes about yeah we were talking Star about War. it yeah star wars last week i'm totally on board <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the greatest happen. star wars fan fiction plot yeah. ever <laughs> yeah number seven uh we got death star game canceled star wars game from lucasarts allowed players to take control of the death star battle station it had already <laughs> gone through q and a testing before it was canceled and uh, would have been released on ios around 2013 and uh, no reason for why it was pulled. I feel like this was part of a Disney closure, I would imagine, in the wake of the LucasArts cancellation and all that stuff. 2012 to 2013 and 2014 was kind of a mess. Like, that was just the years mm-hmm. that Disney canceled everything. So... It's so pointless. A lot of these games are ready to go. They might as well just release them and make money. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even if they suck, they would have made more money than canceling them. <laughs> yeah. If this was like some sort of a uh, like a management simulator kind of game, I think it would have been kind of cool. Like like you have to manage like like you're being attacked by a fleet and you have to like manage all the systems yeah. and like regulate shields and divert. You know, you could launch like Tie Fighter squadrons. And... Yeah, it could have been cool. Yeah, I mean I that's part of the reason cool. why we like playing old games like you know Age of Empires or you know Galactic Battlegrounds. I guess right. Yeah, like it's a, it's a management but... game, right? Yeah, I would say that description is a lot better than what I was thinking. Because I was thinking it's basically a new hope, and you're just like waiting for the 
the planet to be in range. You're like, come on, come on, come on. And then you hit the button, the planet blows up, and then they beat the level. Very satisfying. Very satisfying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Death Star versus Alderaan. This is, this is kind of an interesting one. Number eight on the list, Star Wars Episode Seven: It's Shadows of the Sith. Uh, this was a canceled video game sequel in 1983, which was, uh, uh, sorry, a canceled video game sequel to 1983's film Return of the Jedi would have focused on the character of Ben Skywalker. And uh, I don't believe, this was a LucasArts game, third person action. And uh, the game was to focus on the adventures of an adult Ben Skywalker to obtain new powers of the Force and defeat his cousin Jason Solo. So this kind of, I guess, builds around the plot that was done in the books. And uh, much later in the books, because those books came out in the tw- around 2010 or something, or 20, 2009. Yeah, at that point, after, after Jason turns evil, that was pretty late. Yeah. That, that was already, that was the fate of the Jedi series. I yep. think that, that series ran until... The, the sale right right uh, i always thought that was way earlier than that like the 90s so yeah the idea of this game surfaced in late 2004 uh and yeah would have focused in on the storyline from the books so that's kind of cool that's the first game i've seen that's kind of based on stuff that came out with the novels yeah i wonder if that's why it got canceled well yeah, this it was, was much earlier. Like this, yeah, this than that, yeah. But it could have been canceled because Jason and Jaina and Ben Skywalker were pretty obscure characters. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a little write-up about this. Uh, the project never made it past its early pitch due to unknown reasons. Even so, the concept of Shadows <laughs> of the Sith was later briefly revised during the Force Unleashed multimedia project, and some ideas were later used in the Force Unleashed while others were uh, other abandoned projects like video games, Battle of Sith Lords and Star Wars 1313, uh, and the live-action TV show Star Wars Underworld were put again in development. So this game seems to have come in and out of the doors a little bit, but ultimately they decided not to make it. So too bad. Do you guys think cancel for unknown reasons means George didn't want to? So it's like they give, they give George the pitch, and George's like, nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just on sync, everyone. Yeah. On sync. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Next. I don't don't like it. Yep. Next. You got anything like to say that. on this one, Bryce? Huh? You got anything to say on this one, or should we move on? Um, I understand why they didn't go ahead with it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Fair it, enough. It, yeah, it's not. Uh, I like guess just not strong enough, right? It's hard right. to make a, it's hard to make a video game based off of a book because it's like yeah. It's yeah. such a small audience. Yeah, definitely. The fact that it was would have been called Episode Seven is kind of cool, though. That's the only cool thing I think yeah. I found about it, uh, aside from the fact that they would have, you know, focused in on yeah, on Ben Skywalker, but Ben Solo. But remember, there was no source material for them to go off of. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing another uh, another joke about like, 
yeah yeah <laughs> oh kathy don't we love you so much um so all right we got the next one up on the list is uh number nine star wars return of the jedi ewok adventure uh, a video game that was made but never released for the atari 2600 by parker brothers it was intended to be one of two games based on return of the jedi released in 1983 with death star battle uh being the only released title uh, Death Star Battle was was in fact released on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Uh, this one, I guess, being a, a a a game released around the same time, was this one uh, suffered the suffered the garbage can, the death thrown out the window. Um, I, Looking I, at these pictures, I could maybe see why. I mean, this is the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. This is an old. This is old man. Like, this what, is, what year was that one? Was that early nineties? Yeah, like eighties, man. Like nineteen eighty. Well, actually, no, actually, that's not. Uh, what did the company's do? June nineteen eighty three releases? Oh, here, prototype of the finished game was found in nineteen ninety seven, and eventually released online. What? Oh, nice! <laughs> it's been saved. All right, so if anyone wants to try and find that, you know, now you know it's out there. Looks like crap, but it's out there. It's probably five megabytes. If it's not, if it's more than that, it's probably a virus. <laughs> Just heads up. <laughs> it's true. All right, let's move on. Uh, uh, Star Wars: First Assault, number ten, and uh, this was a video game in development at LucasArts, canceled due to the closure once again of LucasArts by Disney. And so one been... might say it was the also the last assault. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars First Assault was a multiplayer focused uh, video game domain for StarWarsFirstAssault.com, which is currently empty, was registered to LucasArts' parent company, LucasFilm Limited. And uh, it was, it looks like it would have been speculated, it would have been a title for Xbox 360 on the downloadable arcade that would have featured gameplay similar to the Battlefront series. So it looks like it would have been. In the Battlefront series uh, family, I guess. One of the few to get canceled there. Honestly, you can't go wrong with shooters in the Star Wars universe. So I feel like they should just go through with this stuff. Would have utilized Unreal Engine. I mean, they've got a logo and everything for this game. I don't I don't see any... I don't know if there's any information about it online. But there's enough references. Well, I'm watching footage of it right now. And it, you know, it looks pretty cool. Oh, really? Just give me okay. a Re- Republic Commando vibes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was wondering if that would be the case. Was there a is there a trailer somewhere? Um, yeah, I can link it. Oh, man, man it looks pretty polished. Yeah, are you watching it as well? Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like this would have been uh, perhaps. Like the a, like an actual closer battlefront. It looks like it would have been a battlefront three, but done much later. This looks very Call of Duty. Very Call of Duty. The yeah. motions and Call the uh, like, like the the sprinting motions, like the way that the the, <laughs> the blasters are like assault rifles. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what it made me. It made me think of Republic Commando. Yeah. That'd be cool, though. I love games like that. I want more first-person Star Wars games as well, not just over-the-shoulder. There's, like, shotguns and stuff. This is a very, like, Twitch shooter kind of game. Yeah. Um, all right, even let's... as the uh, the bowcaster from uh, Republic Commando, how it bounces off walls and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the quarrels. 
Cool. Footage from an early version of stuff. Yeah, actually, I find enough stuff online about it. This looks pretty similar to what we got in the latest Battlefront as well. A little bit, yeah. There's like people carrying shields around and stuff. Like, seems, oh, uh, yeah, like I the, feel like they referenced this. Yeah. Jetpacks. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it, this was done a lot later, so it's possible that, you know, some, some uh, inspiration, I guess, was rolled into the other games. But, oh well. <laughs> yeah, it's just too bad. All right, let's move on. Star Wars Imperial Commando. This would have been uh, a sequel to Republic Commando, but then planned to follow the events of the novels, I would assume, because the last one was called Imperial Commando. And it was canceled in 2004 with several concept paintings completed. The game was to focus on the Imperial Commando, uh, Commando soldiers. So I forget if this was before or after the books were finished. But yeah, I feel like the timeline for this is before the Imperial Commando book. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, Star Wars Imperial Commando. The book was itself was was um, there was a sequel that was canceled, but there was one called Imperial Commando Five First. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, so that was the last one in the series, and that was written in uh, release was re- release date was 2009. So this game was, was, I guess, thought of much earlier than the book was written. And maybe the book was written because the game was canceled. Yeah, I'm wondering that. If it actually the book was based on the plot of the game, maybe. It would have followed up on Sev's story, which, you know, as we all know from playing Republic Commando, he looks to be as if he's killed in action kind of thing, you know. So that would have been, that would have been cool. Like, followed the events of the, maybe the books, but then also followed a the sequel as a sequel to the game because the books follow Omega Squad whereas the games follow Delta Squad so that that would have been interesting did that game sell well the original Republic Commando I I believe it was pretty successful Um, I mean it was one of the games more recently that got a a refresh on Nintendo Switch right so um, it was Aspire Media again uh, Aspire has been been uh, re-releasing uh, a lot of games, I think, recently. But uh, they're also behind the new Knights of the Old Republic remake. Uh, nice. So they gave Republic Commando a refresh for Nintendo Switch. And I don't think it's... Uh, oh, uh, Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. So, yeah, this game's one of those legacy games that everyone played. You guys both played that game, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I still have trouble getting past some levels with the Super Battle Droids. It's awesome, dude. This game is one of my favorites. I love Republic Commando. Uh, you know, it's it's probably if I were to pick any favorite game, just singularly, like I think I've, I've played this one enough times all the way through that I could probably list it as my favorite. Um, I I very rarely play a game campaign like all over again, and especially a, a game that doesn't really have any online multiplayer i mean even though this did it's not like it's built around that it was like a side thing that they put in yeah that's um, what it was at that time period though yeah it's just like an additional yeah. thing for a campaign game this has got to be my most top played at least like two or three times because yeah. it was always odd to me that they never made a sequel because it seemed like it was such a good game it's such cool right. characters the way they set it up and everything 
Right. Man, it just went nowhere. Yeah, so it's too bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, rest in peace, Imperial Commando. All right. Jedi Knight 3, Brink of Darkness. You guys, I know, Bryce, you, Bryce, you played the old Jedi Knight games. Right? Yep. Yeah. Did you play all of them or just Academy? No, I just played Academy, yeah. Actually, okay. I might have played Outcast. Uh if Outcast had Kyle Katarn in it. I yeah, this one, the third one, it says would have focused in on Kyle Katarn. And uh, that's pretty much all that was released about it. Uh, the game's logo was later revealed in 2008 with the release of Rogue Leaders, The Story of LucasArts, which was a, a reference book at um, about LucasArts. So I guess the game's logo was in that, which is like the only visual reference to what it would have been and then it was canned so uh canceled yeah canceled sequel of 2002 so i'm guessing this was probably canceled in you know around the same time that revenge of the sith was about to launch in theaters because 2002 is when clones came out so right well that makes sense yeah to me it was always odd that they released these games on console because the controls were so janky. It's like at the time oh, I think this would have been uh oh yeah, this one would have been uh 2002 still PS2 still, Xbox. Still, yeah. And also the original games um I think they they came out on on uh yeah, they came out on PC, Xbox, GameCube. Yeah. So this yeah, probably would have so would have released on all of them because i played uh, academy on pc which was fine because when you swing your lightsabers with the mouse but a buddy of mine i recall talking to him back in the day and he played on xbox and your right joystick is your lightsaber and your left joystick is your movement <laughs> that's kind of awkward <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like super janky controls <laughs> to swing left you have to like not knock that 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 stick to the left or like with your right thumb yeah and then I don't know how the camera works, if it yeah. floats or if it follows your lightsaber hand. Like, Does it just always stay locked behind you then if there's no... Because normally the right no, no you is the camera, right? Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. Deserves to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, it was it was janky anyway. Because like, you were like swinging... Because this game, you swing your lightsaber around in all sorts of directions, right? I think it just kind of moved your camera a little every time you... You kind of like swung in that direction. You just like yeah. indicate which way you want to swing, and it's just like you're not supposed to hold the joystick. You're supposed to like, yeah. It's still not like the best, but do people yeah. still love this series? Uh, yeah. There's still a, yeah. still, really still a well mod respected. that like yeah. remaster, like people remaster it and make it cinematic, that's, and they that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's still one of the only games where you have a lightsaber that'll actually cut. NPCs where you hit them, as well as yeah. you have your own control and of where you're pointing lightsaber and swinging it, as opposed to just hitting X and it swings the same motion every time. I believe these games were re-released again uh, earlier last year on Switch and PlayStation Four. So, you know, if you're a big fan of Jedi Knight out there, you can pick them up on uh, some newer platforms, which is cool. So let's move on to number 13, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 3. Canceled. Heck yeah, brother. Canceled sequel. 
Um, and uh, yeah, when, when did the second one come out? The first one was around the time of Phantom Menace, I think. Oh, and second then... one, 2004. So this would have been, yeah. again, this was another game coming out maybe after the prequels wrapped up, I guess. And uh, LucasArts hit a difficult period in the company's history, which led to the project being canceled, it said. so. Which is too bad, because it was one of their best-selling series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like if they released or did this, just bit the bullet and made this and released it, they could have maybe yeah. brought the company but back. I, <laughs> I know part of the problem was the original game is by Bioware, and it did super well. And then the second one was released by Obsidian, a different gaming company. And I'm told, or what I've read online, is that, or like their leak stuff, was that LucasArts pressured them to release uh, KOTOR 2 earlier than when it was ready. And so it was released, removing a bunch of content, and was super buggy. Yeah, that's what I that's what I heard about it too. Um, and that's also why the second one's just not nearly as respected as much as the first one. That's exactly it. But like I said, there's the cutting room floor mod you can get. It's on. It's even on Steam Workshop, and it just fills in all that stuff and patches a bunch of bugs. Right. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, it says on here, according to Chris Avalone, the creative team behind the first two games, they always intended to make a trilogy. Uh, the third game involved you as a player character following where Revan went and then taking the battle to really ancient Sith Lords who were far more terrifying than the Darths that showed up. These guys would just be monsters. Uh, these, would have, these would have a level of power that was considerable, but at the same time, you'd be able to dig more into their psychologies and their personalities, their history, and even how they dealt with the player how they talked to other player and the different powers they cultivated and developed. And for some of them, like the, they're the ancients. Uh, so they're not just ruling a solar system, but swaths of the galaxy. So the places you travel to and how they left their stamp on that world or that solar system or whatever collection of moons, you'd see how horrible that was. Part of the environment was to tell a story about that. And that would have been a great epic way to end the trilogy. Uh, the older public are out there. We just didn't get a chance to do it. Uh, I know that they brought characters like Revan and stuff back into like DLC that they've added into the main campaign for Star Wars The Old Republic, which really essentially is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 3 because it does follow the events of those stories, but then it, it takes it's a, place... It's a from, huge time jump, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a time jump as well as the fact that you're not playing as the core characters that were from those stories. It's kind of like a legacy storyline that they use as a backdrop for the older public mm -hmm. and so uh, i know that one of the dlcs more recently did feature revan as a story point and i don't know if they brought him back or if they did something to like bring in that storyline again into the more core element of what the older public is but you know anyone out there listening who has played through the entire campaign for the older public and knows anything about this um, it would be interesting to know whether or not they used elements of Knights of the Old Republic 3 and just used it as DLC eventually for the Old Republic. That would have been kind of an interesting way to carry that on. So, I could kind of see that. At least from based on the trailers, they have like the that other empire or whatever, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, the uh, yeah, I forget what the the Eternal Empire or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, so, yeah, Empire Eternal. Yeah, the weird guys. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get far enough into that uh, to exp- I think to experience the like revengeist, revengeist, uh, like cult. It's like a cult of people that worship Revan. You have to like, yeah. uh, I don't know, find out, un- unravel the mysteries of Revan, and, and you're looking at his um, Sith holocrons and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know too much. About I re- it, so I watched some fill in. Watched some video online where like. Revan came back or whatever in tour and they were saying how janky it was so they just kind of shoehorned him in and then I think as the player characters you just beat him and then move on like mm. kind of defeating the whole you know storyline of Revan weird <laughs> it's a common MMO problem though because like Warcraft too right there's yeah. all these like big name characters and just like steamroll over them and take their stuff yeah uh. uh. All right, let's uh, let's hit the next one, shall we? Number fourteen, Star Wars Outpost uh, was a canceled Star Wars game from LucasArts. Again, it was a Star Wars version of Farmville. If any of you guys have played Farmville, <laughs> allowing players to build empires that already had gone through Q and A testing before being canceled. Uh, another one that went through Q and A testing. That's interesting. And this was Wait, also I, around two thousand thirteen. I remember briefly pl- paying like a like paid a. Like where you made like a little base, and it, I I, th- I thought there was a game like that. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of screenshots, and uh, you know people who have I guess there's a lot of information about it online because I mean the fact that it hit Q and A and was almost ready to be released. This was also one of the casualties of the Disney buyout, and they just decided not to release it. Uh, so it's too bad. Was there any games that Disney decided to release? Probably not. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, I, I don't think there is I one. haven't gone through the whole list. I've only just found all the elements to put on this list. And so uh, this is the first time for me reading all this stuff too. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it says here, despite the similarities to Farmville, the game included some very hardcore elements, such as the ability to betray other players for resources and strategy-based gameplay inspired by titles such as Settlers of Catan and EVE Online. Sounds cool. Kind of neat. Sounds cool. I don't know. It sounds like it would have been a really good mobile game. Uh, this this next one's kind of interesting. Uh, I know, uh, I, think, I think, Bryce, you played the original. This is uh, known as Project Hermes. Number 15 on our list uh, would have been in the early 2000s and would have been a sequel to Super Bombad Racing. <laughs> Man, this is a tragedy. <laughs> you played the original, right? This is like Sidious should have told Anakin the, the tragedy of, of this sequel. That Bomb bad racing. Never heard the tragedy yeah. of Project Hermes. <laughs> Man, this is like I had so much fun playing Bob Ed Racing. Terrible, terrible game, but a lot of good memories playing it. Oh man. Uh Project I would play this. <laughs> if they released it, I would play this. Heck well, we yeah! Should a, we should have a go. day where we replay it. I know it's like terrible, but but uh, very fun. Just Star Wars, Mario Kart. Boom! All right, this this next one on the list is called Project Yuma. Uh, probably the one that you were referring to earlier, Bryce. It's uh, uh, done by Visceral, I believe. Intended to be an open world pirate game, development on that project would shift dramatically after Disney shut down LucasArts and EA formed its massive year long deal with the Star Wars rights. 
despite being changed to Star Wars, the general theme of the game remained. However, Yuma was going to be about space pirates with players assuming the roles of a character very similar to Han Solo. Uh, the nail in the coffin for Yuma was actually Battlefield Hardline. As Hardline's development started suffering, members of Visceral's Yuma team were forced to help out. And lack of development time along with, slow, uh, with low morale at the studio ultimately resulted in the Project Yuma being scrapped. Uh, on top of all of this, Amy Hennig had a different project in mind for Star Wars, which resulted in Visceral scrapping Yuma in favor of Project Ragtag which we'll move on to next. But uh, did you have anything to say about this one? No. Nope. Is this the one? No. I would say... Price, is this the one? The Visceral game you're talking about? This, is, this isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard about this. I mean, this sounds awesome, though. Like, Guess what I was thinking. <laughs> like, this like, just sounds so cool. Because this is uh, what I've been wanting for a long time. It's an open-world game in Star Wars Universe. Just has virus. nothing to... With nothing to do with Jedi, exactly. Right. Just all underworld Imagine stuff. Just sailing the the, the the cosmos and just pirating. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah, oh, man. so fun. Yeah. Just getting together so. a crew, very Firefly esque, and trying to make it in the galaxy. Yeah. Well, I'd even want them to push it like, like if they pushed it even more into like pirate, like, like, like robbing, like, trying to make it. Yeah, like if you're ever, like um, Sid Meier's pirates, that kind of those kind of kind of. I mean, it looks you... pretty piratey to me. Like if you just search oh. up uh, Yuma in brackets visceral, like there's some Google images. There's at least two that are accurate to this one. Yeah, and the Star Wars pirate like, game really hasn't been explored. It totally before. looks like a pirate game. Like like you look at all the people on the picture, and it's like just a bunch of smugglers, a droid, and like some creature thing. They're all holding blasters out, and yeah, it's like a mole. It's like a giant mole rat man. Yeah, yeah, yeah mole rat man. <laughs> Sounds yeah, great. Sign great. me up. I thought he looked like a manatee. <laughs> oh, that's true. No, that's totally he looks what like he is. a hog. <laughs> he looks like a hog, like a Star Wars. Oh, you're looking at the other picture. Yeah, no, he looks like kind of like a walrus kind of guy. Yeah, but yeah, there's another picture of of where they replaced him with another alien, and he looks like a like a pig with horns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, look at look at the R two unit next to him. It's like the frumpiest looking R two unit I've yeah, ever seen. It looks like. <laughs> Like a worse version than <laughs> Chopper. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, let's move on to Project Ragtag, also Visceral Games. Uh, Project Ragtag is probably the most famous of all EA's canceled Star Wars projects. Um, and uh, this was the one that featured Jetta in the released footage. There was a, a guy walking around with Star, Star Destroyer looming above, and it was clearly Jetta with Imperial banners hanging down. Do you guys remember that? I know Jetta. It was done game. by it was done by a- Amy Hennig, uh, the director of the Uncharted series. This was the Star Wars Uncharted okay. game that they spoke of, right? Yeah, right. So surprisingly yeah. similar to thirteen thirteen. Uh, this was also going to be about the Star Wars underworld, and uh, I guess would have just taken place instead of in Clone Wars era, would have taken place in the Rogue One sort of scenario, and. Uh, possibly after that it says here it would have been set between episode four and five so maybe somewhere on Jeddah or somewhere similar that that you know between those two two movies but is this the same guy that worked on battlefront 3 like i'm watching an interview where he's talking about it and he looks exact did does everyone that makes failed star wars games look exactly the same <laughs> they're just clones is this just one guy who sucks at making star wars games i cannot like <laughs> 
every studio. This is what Obi Wan. This is what Obi Wan referred to as the Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, I got a little video to play. On here. October 17th, EA shut down Visceral Games and canceled the Star Wars project it was working on. Fans have worried that this spells doom for single-player games from big studios. It doesn't. What happened to Visceral's game, codenamed Ragtag, is more complicated than that. We talked to more than a dozen people close to the game to find out what happened. In April 2014, Uncharted writer and director Amy Hennig joined Visceral Games, the studio behind Dead Space. She was going to make a Star Wars game. Ragtag was planned to be an Uncharted-style journey in the Star Wars universe, set between movie episodes 4 and 5. You'd play as Dodger, a Han Solo type, working with a crew of heroes to fight a nasty mob boss. The ideas for Ragtag were ambitious. You'd play as a team of characters going on heists and using sabotage to take down enemies. As good as the ideas were, the studio ran into a pile of problems executing them. The first was money. Redwood City, just outside of San Francisco, where Visceral is based, is an expensive place to employ people. So EA was reluctant to hire the amount of developers Visceral needed to make an Uncharted killer. To get around this, EA tapped its Canadian studio Motive to help Visceral. But then, they pulled them to make the campaign for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Then there was the technology. Ragtag was hurt by difficulties with EA's Frostbite game engine tech, which was made for first-person shooters like Battlefield, not third-person adventures. There were culture clashes too. There was tension between Visceral and EA Central about how innovative or Star Wars-y the game was. And there were clashes between director Amy Hennig and others at the studio, with some dispute over whether Hennig was too controlling or whether the rest of Visceral could execute her vision. At E3 2016, EA showed off a brief snippet of the ragtag demo, which looked good but didn't have any gameplay. They could make the character touch the wall well enough but still couldn't shoot his blaster effectively. By the end of that year, EA had assigned its Vancouver studio to help Visceral. Visceral and Vancouver butted heads more culture clash. The team saw some progress over 2017, making several demos to show EA. These demos included an ATST chase, a shootout on Tatooine, and a descent into Jabba's palace. But it was too little, too late. On October 17th, EA said it was shutting down Visceral and canceling Ragtag. EA Vancouver will start a new Star Wars project. Hennig has not yet announced her next move. All right, yeah, so there you go. Project Ragtag. I do actually recall uh, this game being talked about because everyone was really bummed about 1313. And then we talked about making a similar game and uh, Amy Hennig, I think you said her name was, who did Uncharted, yeah. right? And didn't she do Last of Us as well? I don't, I don't know, but yeah, Uncharted is, is her thing. So Yeah, and everyone was super excited. And then that was the game I was most looking forward to. Because it was basically just that Battlefront was all we knew about. Yeah. And then the one I wanted got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bryce, anything on this one or should we should we skip to the next one? No. I'm, uh, nothing on this one for me. All right. Project Orca, another canceled EA game. The third in the line of their cancellations. Uh, which uh, it seemed as if Ragtag was kind of pulling elements from, this, from Project Yuma. And now this one is kind of the next on the list to get canned. But EA Vancouver was helping Visceral on the project and after was later closed when Vancouver took over the project and turned it into something different. Uh, Orca still retained the scoundrel theme but turned it into an open world game that would see players exploring multiple planets. So they spoke of that kind of butting heads between Amy and like the other, I don't, of course we're just going off of this guy's YouTube video. So who knows how accurate that is. But uh, the fact that they say here that EA Vancouver kind of turned it into something else kind of tells me that maybe along with canceling project ragtag that 
EA just in general decided to go with the ideas that maybe the guys in Vancouver were trying to come up with something as well on the creative end. And uh, outside of simply announcing the project, EA never shared any information on Project Orca right up until its reported cancellation in 2019. That wasn't that long ago. Wow. Wow, that's very recent. Yeah. I think it probably went under the radar because they were... It says, already, it says here they started to world shift games their, floating around. Yeah, and it says here, I mean, aside from Squadrons and, uh, and uh, Jedi Fallen Order, of course, they said, it says here that they decided to shift their focus towards Fallen Order. So yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. that's probably just what ended up happening. Um, oh, well. The next one and the final one on this list uh, for... Is this another EA? Yeah, on for EA at least, is Project Viking. Uh, and uh, Project Viking started from the cancellation of Project Orca to salvage some of the assets that were already created. It seems like a major issue with the project that was uh, EA simply wanted to churn it out too quickly. Developers of Criterion and EA Vancouver realized they simply couldn't deliver in the timeline the company wanted. And Viking is the final canceled Star Wars EA game that is known about. But it's perfectly possible there were more, and we just don't know about it. Um, and uh, that's it. There's like nothing out. There's nothing about this game. All all it nothing is is really. just a project title, and that's it. It's a a, a, it's too, a Battlefront spinoff. Yeah. That's what they called it. So something like, you know, First Assault or whatever it would have been an EA Battlefront spinoff. But yeah, who knows how accurate that is? So reading that paragraph, I really just can't see any other issue other than artists wanting to make a game and then corporations just having such high expectations, not understanding how it actually works. Right. And then the whole thing just doesn't work because they want to make money as soon as possible. Right. I bet you this was a weird money grab kind of thing. Like I bet you this was like battlefront, but a, like a battlegrounds type game, like a, like a fort, like a Fortnite battlegrounds kind of spin-off like something yeah. to use assets but also you know Make something like, gimmicky like cash it. in on, mm-hmm. on like a popular game yeah yeah totally and i bet you it was something like that could they really cash in more than they tried to do a battlefront 2 though well yeah <laughs> like, making a, like making a like fortnite or like battleground type game for sure all right next on the list those games got... make so much money yeah they do yeah Number 20, uh, Proteus was the working title for a, for another cancelled Star Wars MMO project developed in-house as a sibling to Star Wars Galaxies and was to be a console only as Galaxies was exclusive for PC. Development began around 2003, continued for about four to six months and was cancelled due to challenges and difficulties with the interface, uh, uh, which was created <laughs> an un- unattractive revenue model. Uh, so when it was canceled, the team was moved, uh, to the, uh, Proteus. Oh, the team were originally creating a project called Pangea, which was set to be an MMO for next gen consoles. Um, and then they moved on to Protea, to the Proteus project. After its cancellation, they moved to develop Knights of the Old Public 3, uh, which was then also canceled. So, um, it sucks to be the artist working on those games because it's going from one canceled project to the next, but, uh, it seems to be a thing where there was just a trend and LucasArts, and then EA, which is everything gets canceled. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and Galaxies uh, was released in 2003. And do you guys know when that game ended? 
Was that uh, 2006? Oh no, it even went farther. Oh, 2011. Uh, oh, wow. 2011, yeah. yeah. It went for a while. Yeah, that was a long time. That's not to say they were still making content up to that point, but I think that's when they closed the servers. Yeah, that's when they closed the servers, yeah. Um, but I mean, to say that, I mean, I, that you brought this up earlier uh, about taking PC games and making them console games doesn't always work. Uh, no. And to take an MMO. And put it on console like that's just you know it's weird right i recall 10 year old me thinking oh it'd be so cool if it makes something like world of warcraft but on xbox <laughs> but at the same time it's yeah. how on like how in any way possible would that work people like you kept getting jobs to try to make video games in the, <laughs> yeah. the mid, mid 2000s yeah. right and it just never went anywhere <laughs> <laughs> that, I think the only game to do it and do it successfully was Destiny. That's because it was a shooter at its core. Yeah. Yeah. And those those artists in, in those contracts were like, this deal is getting worse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> spot on, sir. Spot on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to the next ones. We're going to group these all together because it's, it's like a series of five games. Uh, Rebel Agent, Rebel Fury, Rebel Jedi, Rebel Scum, and Rebel Warrior uh, was a canceled video game series focused in on a Rebel Agent. Uh, according to some sources, the game's plot was to focus in on an unnamed Rebel Agent that would have tried to help the Alliance restore the Empire to defeat the, or sorry, the Alliance to Restore the Republic to defeat the Empire. Wow, that's very vague. Uh, it was supposed to be planned as a series of games and just canceled due to unknown reasons along with the whole uh, plan for any sequel. So that's that. Uh, so unknown reasons, we know what that is, right? We've already talked about it. Unknown reason, yeah, maybe. Uh, George? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Nope, they came, today, they today, came to him, right? Yeah. They came to him with five games. We're gonna make a huge series. Nope. Yeah, he, he found out that that rogue, <laughs> that that uh, rebel agent, was gonna be like Jackson. He's like, nope, no Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> that rabbit. Yeah, yeah, the rabbit. Um, yeah. Uh, so Star Wars Rogue Leaders, Rogue Squadron for the Wii. That's the next one, number twenty-two on the list. A canceled Rogue Squadron compilation game produced by Factor Five Studios. In development and cancelled in 2008 in large part due to legal issues that they had been undergoing at the time uh, was to include Rogue Squadron, Rogue Squadron 2, and Rogue Squadron 3 Rebel Strike uh, which was released in 2003. We didn't mention that one when we were talking about Rogue Squadron, but uh, I guess this would have just been a compilation of all of those games, but then remastered I guess for a new console. That's just my guess. Um Never happened. Oh, well. Uh, On the Wii. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's done, right? Like, even today, these days, we've been seeing a lot of games revived and remastered. So, I mean, uh, I guess that was just a, a swing at the bat, you know, to uh, revive some of these old Rogue Squadron games and just... I can't I can't wait till they start Wii Mastery games. Wii Mastery. Oh, no. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number 23, <laughs> Rogue Squadron, X-Wing, and TIE Fighter. This is the next Rogue Squadron on the list. Uh, planned Star Wars game also for the Wii console. Uh, would have been a massively multiplayer RPG with warring factions on the side of the Empire and the Rebellion. 
The project was intended as an Xbox launch, and development was underway when the project was canceled. LucasArts being dubious of creating a, a launch title for the system. So that's interesting. Dubious of the system. This is. What do you think of that? Hesitating. They're like doubting the Xbox. <laughs> this is the <laughs> original Xbox? Xbox. Yeah. No. No. Like not. Um. Is this the original Xbox? Yeah, it looks like it may have... No, no. Planned for... Okay, well, this is kind of confusing because it says it was planned for the Wii. But then... Oh, the project was intended as an Xbox launch title. Oh, so it Weird. was canned because they didn't have cross-platform I, I guess. I guess so. It was pretty early like for that. cross-platform. Yeah, but it was even, a little even, earlier. Yeah. Even now, it's like... It yeah. takes really big uh, companies to do that. It does. That makes sense. A lot of it also do with coding. PC and Xbox both use the special Microsoft coding, and it's supposed to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number twenty-four. Star Wars Smuggler. Cancel video game that started in two thousand four was canceled in two thousand five. With production only in early concept art stages, would have allowed the player to take the role of a smuggler. Uh, eventually, some of the produced concept art was later used for. The development of the Force Unleashed uh, was reportedly also a cross-platform game, reportedly going to allow players to customize a character uh, in the Star Wars universe, smuggling and trading between Facebook, tablets, and consoles. So, maybe a web game, mobile web. Yeah, that last sentence is very strange. <laughs> yeah, they threw Facebook in there. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I'm guessing it's probably like a like a web game or something. You could log in with Facebook or whatever. You know, maybe you could like smuggle stuff from Facebook. So you're playing your Xbox. You can go to in your Facebook account like steal someone's profile. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You got anything on this one, Bryce? No. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Star Wars trilogy for the Wii. Um, would a, a planned Star Wars game for the Wii console that would have included, I guess, events from the films, not released in part to the financial crisis in 2008, which was uh, the famous recession, I guess, that happened, and a lot of companies were affected. So, uh, yeah, there we go, another casualty of the recession. This would have been fun. That would have been interesting, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot of games that literally take the plot of the original trilogy and just make it into a game. Like, all the prequels had their own respective games, and we've had the Lego Star Wars games, which retell those original films, but there's never been any game that is based on the story as far as I can remember. It's always like sidelining stories and other... Yeah, sidelining. Yeah. Because I'm thinking even if you play... I think it's the... uh, Maybe it's Battlefront, the original Battlefront 2, but maybe it's the first one. The main storyline like goes through all the movies, but you don't play the actual plot of the movies. Right. Yeah, it's... um, that that would have been a first, which is kind of cool. So, hmm. all right, uh, number twenty six, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed three. Um, uh, obviously, the canceled sequel to the second in the franchise. And uh, you know, I remember looking up stuff about this online, um, and there's enough that you can find about, you know, the canceled project, uh, but. Despite this, on April 3rd, 2013, when, again, Disney bought the company, shut down uh, LucasArts, firing several employees, canceling many of the projects, Force Unleashed 3 was just another one of those casualties. Uh, Among that, they also um, 
the uh, the discussed story was uh, Boba Fett would follow and shoot down the rogue shadow over a planet, forcing the apprentice and Vader to team up and survive and escape, uh, which would have been a co-op system allowing two players to play side by side as both characters. Players would not know if Vader could be trusted or not. And Fett would have been revealed to have been sent by the emperor to stop both of them from getting off planet because he had his own scheme in motion. Um, Blackman, who was, uh, is one of the people talking about this game, also stated that his work on The Force Unleashed 3 did not get past the initial idea phase when he was already planning to leave LucasArts to form his own company, Hangar 13. Uh, as far as Blackman recalls, there was not even any concept art created. So it's just a rough idea of a story and the idea to make a sequel that just never happened. So I swear I saw gameplay footage of it, though. No, it was probably fake. Or it, was, it yeah. must have been like... Yeah, because there was there was nothing got done for this game. Um, but Sam Witwer has talked about it as well, and uh, of course, you know these David W. Collins was involved, and now this quote from W. Hayden Blackman as well. So I mean, uh, now we know kind of what it would have been about. I have heard that before that it would have been a co-op style game, um, but you know, a cool idea and would have, you know, the second game ends off with Vader being captured and stuff. So. It left on a cliffhanger, mm. and we never got a follow-up. Yeah. So it would have been nice to kind of complete, again, another trilogy that never got finished um, in far, as far as Star Wars games goes. And you know, this, would have been, this would have been great. There's a lot of Force Unleashed fans out there. So. I like how you're not allowed. You're not supposed to trust Vader, but also your friend has to play as Vader, so you can't trust your friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Dude! Like, just like punch him in the arm. Like, Stop hitting me! It's not. I'm not hitting you! Quit screen peeking! <laughs> you're not supposed to know I'm hitting you! <laughs> Alright, number uh, 27, The New Emperor. Cancelled LucasArts video game that was put in uh, production around 1998. Uh, the story would have taken place in the post-original trilogy Star Wars universe. Oh, I want to read this sentence. Ready? After rumors appear that the Galactic Empire was the Galactic Empire was to name a new emperor, C-3PO would be sent as a spy. <laughs> C-3PO becomes the emperor. C-3PO. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I mean, no. I play that game. <laughs> yeah, we can. We, yeah, we can all uh, see why that was canceled. All right, let's move on. <laughs> untitled what weird story. Yeah, untitled Chewbacca game number twenty-eight. Otherwise, uh, un- untitled to be made by LucasArts and Factor Five would have starred Chewbacca as a mercenary. Would have been set after Episode Three. Uh, however, it was canceled under George's orders. The game nope. was also nope nope. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this game was also a reason as to why another game, uh, Dark Squadron, the spinoff was canceled as well. Which again, George, no, nope. interesting. Nope. So, so Factor Five, <laughs> Factor Five was the uh, company that did the Rogue Squadron 3D for the 64. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is this my is... favorite game. So I would have loved Untitled Chewbacca game. <laughs> That's the, that was the release title, by the way. He yeah. decided to go untitled Chewbacca game. <laughs> That's why it didn't go so well with George Lucas. It's probably, it's probably exactly yeah. why. What is this? I, I thought you needed to change the name. We kind of <laughs> like it. Well, nope. Well, um, nope. Like, yeah. <laughs> Next. Like, George, we got this idea for this Chewbacca game. Nope. 
<laughs> we got it. Okay, we got number 29, an untitled fighting game. There's a little more information about this one. 2005, designed for Xbox. Uh, there is a demo that released, and on the Wikipedia page, there is a screenshot of Maul facing Anakin Skywalker. This looks like it would have been uh, something like Mortal Kombat, but just Star Wars. Uh, gameplay, I think they already did that. Gameplay would have involved lightsaber dueling. Um, and if you guys uh, ever played the Wii version of The Force Unleashed, uh, or even, um, uh, was it Soul Calibur? They had the Star Wars characters in Soul Calibur. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you guys are thinking of Masters of Terracassi. It was That's uh, what you guys are thinking Masters of. of Masters of Terracassi? That's the true Star Wars fighting game for the <laughs> PS1. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Tell us about that one. What's that one about? Uh, it is a game for the PS1 where literally you play as like Han Solo, uh, Luke, Boba Fett, but like most of it is like you're like punching each other. Like Chewbacca, <laughs> Darth Vader. I mean, the guys are the, the characters of the lightsabers got a clear advantage but it was very goofy you should look up a video on it angry video game nerd is a very very good video on it i'll put it in our chat I if you don't know that. about this game it is hilarious to uh to watch I, I remember at the time uh when do you guys remember when soul Calibur came out and just just a game that wasn't star wars that featured star wars characters just the the most random thing you know um did not see it coming at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. So, an exclusive Star Wars fighting game would have been interesting. But. Yeah, there it is. Plays a Gamorrean <laughs> fighting, a Gamorrean named Thok fighting Chewbacca. Very fun. Oh, very cool. And then, obviously, they use, they actually brought this game, it's like a, an Easter egg because um, Kira and in solo knows Terracassi and it came from this PS1 game. Oh, right. oh. oh that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I like I like how they always throw in Easter eggs like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who decided that. Some Dave. like Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Probably. I don't, like, I don't even know. Like, you know. This game sucks. Someone must have really had to be like nostalgic yeah, about yeah. this game. It was probably it was probably Okay, Pablo. that yeah, so that solves it. It was Pablo. It was Pablo, yeah. Because <laughs> they said it in like the visual dictionary or something, and it's always Pablo in the visual dictionary. It's like right. any, anything that needs to be retroactively made reasoning of, like they put it in the visual dictionary, and Pablo's the one who's behind it. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. But that is cool, though. That 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 was like a thing that was established back then. Was, so maybe it would have been uh, Masters of Terracassi 2. Yeah, maybe. That that's That's a good point, maybe. Uh, last one, dude. Last one on the canceled games list is called Vernost. Um, canceled computer game. And uh, in it, Rebels and the Empire would fight over a volcanic planet, the only source of a natural liquid that served as an f- efficient fuel source and medicine. Starfighters among themselves and Rebels eventually win. That's, all, that's literally all that's listed. This is the most sketchy thing on this list that's like it came from this external site called lost worlds and that's the only reference to it so take this one as with a grain of salt um lost worlds i go to that website it's like a it's like a web archive of canceled star wars stuff so kids like school project yeah i I feel like this could have been like it's like all right we need to come up with an idea for a star wars game and it may have been like one of the more notable ones on the list and this one was just like the bottom of the pile and just 
was never actually a thing from longer than like a day. <laughs> Maybe so. some kid wrote it and like mailed it to George Lucas and George Lucas tried to steal the idea. Well, I was going to say that after after the after George Lucas kept shutting down everyone else's ideas, they were finally like, "Well, yeah. why don't you come up with an idea, George?" He's like, "Okay." This I got this it. great idea. Yeah. Hear me Star out. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um so there's a couple notable mentions that we have, which is the following nine i guess um they're all mobile games after i kind of start looking into each and every one of them and i recognize a lot of these but as i was putting them i'm like hold on a second these pulled releases they're all mobile games like this is a weird pattern uh so we'll start with number 31 on our list which is star wars uprising which was the first mobile star wars game uh that was to be a canon story and was released in summer 2015, uh, done by Kabam, and came out iOS and Android. Do you guys remember this one? You could, I remember trailers for this. Yeah, the was... events. The events of this game are uh, alluded to oh, and yeah. written about in the Star Wars Aftermath books, in the preludes, like in those little chapters between the chapters. Like they actually, oh, they, yeah. there was a storyline that followed the events of what was happening. In uh, in the was the the Inuit sector, and uh, the story is still to this day canon, and has happened, and they are alluding to it in other forms of canon, like through the books and comics and stuff. But the game itself is no longer playable, and unless you download an APK file on your Android phone and sideload it, there's pretty much no way that you can like download this officially anymore. Huh. So. Why did they cancel it? Is it? Did you find out? Or pull um, it? Sorry. I I vaguely because I actually had it on my phone at the time and and played a little bit of it, but uh, no, I don't I don't actually remember the direct message as to why it was canceled. But uh, it does say here that um, that September twenty second, twenty sixteen, it was announced by Kabam that Star Wars Uprising would be ceasing operation uh, in November that year. The game servers were taken offline at nine a.m. that day on November seventeenth. So it ran for over a year. So there is that. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, and the events of the of the game is a year. So it's it's kind of strange. Uh, it's set shortly after the events of Return of the Jedi. Deals with the aftermath of the Battle of Endor, um, and. Uh, you know, takes place for, with a band of resistance fighters coming together to create an uprising against the Empire in the Inuit sector. So, is that goofy-looking guy supposed to be Vader in the back? I was just gonna ask that. that. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's a special, that's a like a special stormtrooper class that they came out with. Uh, uh, I believe it was some sort of type, some type of dark trooper. I think Vader type. Yeah, there's another Vader trooper. There's a, there's another <laughs> screenshot lower on the page, uh, where you can see next to the gameplay heading. There's a there's another another shot of that particular character. Uh, it looks like it's out of Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's too well, bad. It's canon it was, now. It was kind of cool. I I I, uh, I enjoyed what I played out of this, but um, you know, not necessarily a staple story, and the fact that they did kind of work the events of what happened in that game into a novel somewhere uh you know it's 
it's fine. It's a loss. The plot summaries are on the Wikipedia page, so you can kind of read what would have happened. But yeah, it is interesting, though, that it's still canon to think about. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is weird, and and the only canon thing that's really uh, been canceled as far as a campaign story goes this is the only one that's been pulled. So. Um, Star Wars Galaxies Mobile it it is what it sounds Um, and uh, you know that's that's all I have to say about that Uh, there's really not much about it Uh, if I look on the page that I have a link to it it's like it just points you to the Star Wars Galaxies page so apparently I think a bunch of Mm -hmm. uh, sorry go ahead I said, you think there's a bunch of nerds that downloaded it for mobile, and then they all decided, "Hey, let's go to uh, find Obi Wan's house." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you can tell, Josh really enjoyed it when we made him play Star Wars Galaxies that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of ridiculous. Um, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I I don't even know if this was a thing or not. It just it ended up on the list. Star Wars Galaxies. I didn't even know that this was a thing back then. Maybe it's not. Maybe it just somehow squeaked its way onto a website and it's actually not real, but who knows. Uh, all right, next on the list, number 33, Star Wars Rivals. Uh, this was uh, this was a game that was a, a, a real-time competitive action shooter and released in Australia and New Zealand in 2017 and was a player-versus-player player, um, Yeah. It was. Uh, they only had access to it from September uh, twenty eighteen until oh, sorry, in from uh, June twenty seventeen until the following year in September to October twenty eighteen. So it was on for about a year, and then it, and then it diminished. Uh, Is but, that a thing for mobile games? Then they just release them for a year and then pull them. So I, I honestly, the well, they got to make money because they're usually free to play. And if they don't pull in enough money, then they're like, yeah, let's pull the plug because it costs money to, I guess, keep the servers online. So this game. yeah, it's too bad. So, uh, but yeah, is this game also canon? No, this was just a just a fun multiplayer game, just a shooter like a battle game. Uh, yeah. Would have been like a really cheap kind of heroes version of Battlefront, running around with hero characters trying to kill each other. Uh, yeah, it's what it seems like you're playing yeah. as like Poe and yeah, yeah. You see Finn there. So. Next one, number 34, Next. Star Wars Rise to Power. I actually had the beta for this on my phone. It was a free online mobile game um, and uh, strategy-based. Um, <clears throat> first announced August 15th, 2017. And uh, the same day the closed pre-alpha test form was given out. The first phase closed November 15th, 2017 with phase 2 closing on February 16, 2018. Uh, thereafter, it was made uh, the game's Google Play page and EA website were taken down and no further information about the game's development or cancellation had been provided. Uh, but I remember seeing like pictures for this um, in, I think it was in Star Wars Insider magazines and stuff. Like This was going to be like a really big mobile strategy game. And uh, it was... I guess if you think about maybe like Clash of Clans or something like that, like it would have been something similar where you're you choose a faction and then uh, you kind of aid in the war effort against the other faction, and it would have been Rebellion First Empire. So you know what? I think this might have been the one I had downloaded like very, 
or something. Like yeah, it was. I, um, I had some. I had one of these games downloaded where you had to like. It was one of those things where you generate like gems or whatever, and then you wait next day. You upgrade your buildings and you get attacked by like waves of stuff and you defend your base. Right. Yeah, it would have been. I'm not uh, sure if it was this neat. one or. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um. All right. Yeah. So. Let's move on to the next one. Star Wars Commander. I know a lot. Nope, of... this is the one I had. This is the one I was playing. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So this yeah. was a mobile strategy game. Featured characters, locations, and technology from the saga. The game was released in 2014 in August for iOS devices with limited early release for select international markets. The game was officially shut down June 12th last year in 2020. So it ran for that's a, a decent long time. Yeah, I'd say that's a good, good long run. Yeah, and this is like the Clash of Clans, like moneymaker. Yeah, this was this was basically just Star Wars Clash of Clans. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I played it for a little while. I couldn't really get into it, but it was also probably the only Star Wars game that also <laughs> made its way to Windows Phone. So, if any of you guys out there had Windows Phone, you know, you had a Star Wars game. <laughs> there you go. You had one. You don't have any more. Yeah, you don't anymore. So. Too bad. <laughs> I also love the publisher's summary here. The first line is, choose your side. Will you command AT-ATs and TIE Fighters as the Empire or call iconic heroes like Han Solo and Princess Leia the Rebellion? So basically just picture all these AT-ATs and TIE Fighters just fighting against like Han and Leia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, number 36, Star Wars Starfighter Missions uh, made available for mobile foreign markets only. Uh, this was a mobile flight shooter uh, done by a Korean game company featuring over 80 iconic starfighters. The game reenacts to uh, the game a- aims to reenact the experience of flying into battles from the films and uh, launched August 6, 2020. Released uh, not available in the U.S. or North America in general. Uh, it was released on November 19th on iOS. Oh, it's so, still out, hey? Yeah, it's still a current game. Uh, the reason why it's on this list is because most people listening to this podcast will not be able to download it because uh, you're not exactly uh, in uh, Asia, <laughs> I guess, where this is available. <laughs> so, you know what? Well, Too bad. with a VPN, you might be able to get it. Yeah, maybe. Well, this game know. looks cool. I Star think this Wars game looks Starfighter cool. Missions. Yeah, so if you, I mean, if you like Starfighter stuff, on, you, know, you can get something like that on mobile. You know, might need to set reset your phone, set the region to a different store, also use a VPN to access the store and the servers. But you know what? <laughs> if it's worth it to you, then uh, you, you could technically get it still. So. Yeah, this game looks great. I would, like This game definitely looks like a game I would download, play for like 10 minutes, and then forget about forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like most of those games, eh? Yeah. Um, so, I'll, I'll tell 10 you, out of 10. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one game I did. <laughs> I, I still miss. Uh, which is the next one on our list, uh, number 37, Star Wars Force Arena, which was a real-time PvP game multiplayer. Uh, it was uh, basically like you have a set of cards, which were all uh, different characters and stuff, and you could drop them onto the battlefield and tell them to attack certain turrets. Uh, the objective of the game was to take, play, uh, take down the uh, opposing team's shield generator. And uh, it was so fun. Like I play. This was probably the only mobile game aside from like Clash of Clans, or whatever, that I actually pay, like played a lot. 
like you know just oh yeah this is a it's like a moba hey you have a hero and you have to kind of guide your yeah your yeah, uh exactly your minions to the enemy team's base destroy their turrets and then destroy the core yep exactly yeah. no so, this looks cool this would be very fun this was really fun yeah um servers are unfortunately shut down of course you can still download like all these mobile games you can sideload the apk file is the server shut down yes it's not going to work so um it's too bad uh next one tiny death star uh did you guys play tiny tower ever on mobile no tiny, tiny tower? tower yeah tiny oh tower. yeah this oh yeah i yeah. didn't know this was a thing yeah so star wars tiny death star this was uh released in 2013 was later released uh on, widely on across all platforms including windows store and windows uh phone uh, on November 7th of 2013. And in October 2014, less than a year after its launch, the game was removed from Apple and Google stores by Disney to focus on priority titles like Star Wars Commander, which also got shut down. Uh, developer Nimblebit had not been informed by Disney prior to the removal. They just pulled it. Uh, they were like... We don't How rude! Our, yeah, we don't want our, uh, our, our fans playing this garbage. Uh, let's just get rid of it. Um, what Josh, tell me, what do you think uh, Disney said the day of they pulled it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you might you might have some sort of sound effect that would be maybe perhaps a quote of what they're saying. Oh yeah, yeah. This party's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're very saddened that day. This party's over. Yeah. Um, Tiny Tower being not a multiplayer game of any kind or relying on servers of any kind aside from the in-game currency that you could buy extra with with real money. Uh, assuming you play without paying any money and you just play as a free player, you can still technically play this game uh, by downloading the second last version of the APK file. I know because I tried it. And you can install it on your Android phone and uh, you can still play it and it's playable. The most recent version which was a lot smaller, I think is just a buggy patch that just didn't end up working. But the second last version, which came out only four months prior to that, does does work. So uh, you can, if you want to play Tiny Death Star, you, you can play it. Uh, last on the pulled releases is Star Wars Angry Birds. Um, no! Angry Birds was a big thing. Did you guys know that they pulled Angry Birds Star Wars 1 and 2 from the store? I didn't even know it was a thing. It's pr pretty nuts. Like I, I didn't even know that they pulled these, but apparently they did. So, yeah. Huh. Were you a big fan? Did you have them? On your phone? I, yeah, I did have them on my phone. In fact, I think I even bought them on my uh, iPod at the time. But... When you read this, did you look at your phone and notice that there was two gaps missing amongst your, your apps? <laughs> Just like stealing them back. No, I, 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 I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was uh, unless unless it might have been free, but I feel like I paid for them. I've, I have no idea. I don't know. Who knows? It At was this so point, you would ago. have had to like those. If there was like a thing missing, you would have had to go through all these games and be like, which one did they take for me now? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You've played so many of these. It's become why so paranoid. Keep, it was. Why do you uh, keep hurting me? <laughs> yeah. It was discontinued on February third, twenty twenty. And I feel like this is also the kind of game that if you found an APK file online, you could probably sideload it onto your Android phone. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, are people going to bother or even care these days? Probably not. 
uh, Angry Birds Unless like you, of the past, yeah. you know. Man, the rise and fall of Angry Birds. Yeah, no kidding. That should be an episode we should do. That's <laughs> yeah, a bit punny too. All right, right. real quick, revived games. I'm just going to run through them. KOTOR 1 and 2 on mobile as well as the new PS5 KOTOR remake. Uh, we already ran through Star Wars Racer, which came out again on Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation this past year. Still a lot of fun. Still good. I play with my girlfriend all the time. Still good. We yell at each other. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Star Wars Battles, which was a canceled Lego Star Wars game, got revived when Apple bought the exclusive uh, license to stream it on Apple Arcade on iPhone. So if you have an Apple device, Star Wars Lego Battles will be coming soon to you. Uh, anything on that list you guys want to talk about a little more extensively? I know we covered Kotor Remake quite a lot lately, but, you know, Kotor Mobile, anyone? I, I know uh, Bryce I played has played it. Yeah. yeah, I had it on my iPad before I left my iPad on a, on a plane after we went to Japan. <laughs> 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 but when I had my iPad, it worked really well, and I had I think that's the last time I played Kotor quite a bit. I might have installed it. I remember you playing that when we went to Celebration, like on the on the plane. Yeah, yeah, it's your go-to. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I'm good sorry, time. dude. I didn't realize. Yeah, you actually, like, lost it's fine. Yeah. It was an old old iPad. I wasn't that. <laughs> I wasn't that hung up on it. No, it's a, good, game, it's a good port. Yeah, that game worked really well on touchscreen. I was actually very surprised by that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I guess I don't know. Like. They managed to convert Civ 6 to a mobile game for iPad, I believe it was. So, I mean, if they can turn like a fully fledged, like 50 to 100 gigabyte PC game down into a mobile app and keep all the functionality, like, yeah, it can happen, you know, um, which is touch screens is a miracle these days. You can do anything. Um, upcoming and current content Star Wars Hunters. Mobile and Switch. Um, did you guys know about this? There's going to be a bit of a bit of a bit of a battle game coming out on Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android. So, so this is the is this the battlegrounds kind of game? Yeah. So this is kind is of like it? the the this is that ah, what was it again? It was like a, that that canceled. It's kind of like Star Wars Rivals, the mobile game, but I guess newer and better, and of course done by. Uh, I think it's EA, but yeah, let's take a look at this teaser trailer here. So coming out this year, uh, it's just around the corner in 2021 here still so and we'll be seeing that very soon see what that's all about so yeah i want to know what kind of game this is like is it a battle royale game or is it a moba i, th- I think it's a it's like a like a shooter slash combat game so, i think yeah i think i don't know it could be it could be totally like, like is it like a battle royale like you know everyone gets dropped into oh, yeah. an area and then right. the circle closes right and you right. have to like kill each other as the circle closes Maybe. or is it like the game you were playing where it's like you are like three heroes to a side and you kill each other's towers and you kill the quarter win i would play a moba i probably wouldn't play a battle royale game but a moba would be really cool 
Yeah, no, that would be uh, that would be pretty neat. I, I'm I'm thinking it's a MOBA since it's it seems like it's letting you pick from heroes, which is usually a, a MOBA thing. Yeah, like, and they're they're non recognizable heroes either. They're like kind of randos that they've just yeah. come up for. That'd the be game. fun. Yeah, actually, I didn't know that was coming out. That I think yeah. I would enjoy playing. I mean, that. the fact that it's <laughs> going to be on Switch and mobile to me is like it'll probably be a cross platform thing, and yeah, you know, it might be a might be a free to play thing. I don't know. I'm not too sure. So, any thoughts? What is it coming out on? Uh, mobile, uh, so iOS, Android, and Nintendo Switch. So That's it might, it might be a, it might be a very low cost <laughs> game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Switch, I'm sure it'll be eighty dollars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I definitely probably. I would, I, if I try it, I won't play it on um, on. Uh, my mobile Sweet. probably because i don't really like mobile games so hopefully it's not 80 bucks yeah uh yeah and then uh, of course we have the upcoming game lego star wars the skywalker saga which is going to be uh fantastic <laughs> i got a question for you when <laughs> uh next year in spring uh, i believe they did give a rough a rough uh release date for next year in like march or april i think that's a big delay that's basically a year it's a full year yeah because it was supposed to come out this past year in spring and it just got delayed covid kind of helped that happen but then they also wanted to make the game as best as possible around the same time cyberpunk was stirring up the the game market uh with their very unfinished release so Mm. I think a lot of developers freaked out and just decided to delay. There was a couple other games that got delayed after Cyberpunk came out. So that's fair. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's for the best. It sucks yeah. waiting because I know you think they've released so many Lego Star Wars games. Why is this one taking so long? Right. Yeah, <laughs> you just reskin it and then put them all together. Like, <laughs> no, this people is like still a loving. Are they, are they still loving Star Wars games? Do you guys play them? Yeah, I mean, like the last one that I played extensively was uh, was Lego Star Wars Three. But um, I mean, I've been going through some of the older ones on Steam. I I got the Harry Potter ones, which I never played through when they just came out originally. Oh, neat! I've been playing through those. Those are pretty fun. I like the Lord of the Rings one they made. Yeah, yeah, that one's actually really cool. I saw that on on Ben's laptop, and he showed me it's like a free roam of Middle Earth. I was like, what the heck? That's yeah. You just wander. You wander around. It's pretty cool. Like it's wow. Super yeah. open, yeah. So they, as the Lego games gotten like, you know, got, as time has gone by, they've just gotten way better. And this, this one, I mean, I, it's the Skywalker saga, but I, there's no way they're not going to throw in some tidbits from the other movies. Um, and I think this one's fully voice acted, isn't it? Because I know the original yeah. games, there's no voice acting unless they pulled from the movies. That's right. The, the original Lego games, they all just kind of made sounds. Uh, yeah. All the all the way up to Lego Star Wars three the clone wars like they had the cast of clone wars come in and do sounds for their characters voices like ashley x time was going you know like doing all these like little like lego sounding sounds right josh that's your text receive noise isn't it i swear i've heard that (laughs) gotta chop that out of there yeah yeah Uh, no and then after that they they got very uh very cinematic like all the marvel lego star wars are the all the marvel lego games are all very like voiced by you know, like characters and this and that. And I actually prefer when they didn't talk, but you know, whatever. Um, can't have it all. Can't have it all. Uh, of yeah. course, uh, <laughs> there's going to be Ubisoft's Star Wars game, which 
is on the Ubisoft Snowdrop site and uh, has announced to be a collaborating with Disney and Lucasfilm on a new story-driven open-world video game set in the Star Wars galaxy. That's literally all we know about it. Hmm. What's Snowdrop? Snowdrop is, uh, I believe, maybe their... Is it their engine? Is it, is it the new game engine? That's kind of uh, cool that they're yeah, developing weird. an engine for it. That's pretty big. Yeah. yeah Unless so... it's been out for a while and I'm just oblivious. Like, have they just Is that what all the Assassin's Creed... Um, I I don't know. If, no, I don't know if Assassin's Creed use it. It, it. it they might use it, but um, I believe this is the same engine that's going to be used in the new upcoming Avatar video game, which uh, already has some released footage. Uh, it's going to be a story mm. that takes place between Avatar and Avatar Two, and during, James Cameron is directly involved, uh, and uh, he's he's even got a, a a quote on their website. Um, which says, with the power of Massive's Snowdrop game engine and the team's passion and obsessive focus on detail, we know they are the right group to bring the beauty and danger of Pandora to life. So it, being an open-world Star Wars game done by uh, the studio that James Cameron is going to to make his canon Avatar game, I feel like this game is going to like kick butt like for an open-world Star Wars game. This might be that pirate game that you guys have been looking for that's been, you know, recycled as an idea for like 20 years now. So That'd be cool. But let me ask one question. It's my one skeptical thing. So when you hear story-driven open-world video game, do you think Assassin's Creed? I kind, I kind of do, but... Yeah, I, I, I kind of do, I guess. Because yeah, I do like, too. Like, you're not going to get an RPG, right? Right. Yeah. yeah to me, that, Assassin's that's, Creed could be it. Yeah. that's how I would describe it. So to me, it means they're going to reskin Assassin's Creed in Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a reskin either. Because um, what does is, what is Assassin's Creed use for uh, a game well, engine? they probably won't reskin it, like... Like I don't know, it's it's like you, you can't really call Fallen Order a reskin of, um, like Uncharted or anything, right? It's, yeah, it's, right. It's its own game. It's just an adventure game. It's just they all kind of work the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's done by the same studio and has the same function, I would possibly consider that a reskin. Um, it's uh, it's done on. Uh, Ubisoft, Anvil is the game engine that's done for Assassin's Creed. So this is a totally different, different engine entirely. So I mean, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I played a. Uh, I was playing a game called Sticks. Uh, it's like Sticks Two. It's like a game about a goblin assassin, and it's done in Unreal Engine Four. And I kid you not, the gameplay, the animation, everything is almost exactly like Fallen Order. Even though this game was released like. <laughs> Uh, probably like four or five years ago oh wow it's just it's just crazy how yeah like and i don't really consider it a reskin either because it's just like it's just good good game design like like why would you change it if like i don't know just the controls are they work right and it's like it's the same studio so right yeah so they just re like report it over reuse what was working i guess and I don't necessarily think they like reskin it. Like I don't think they're using the same rigs and and like and like 
things. They're probably redoing everything just Yeah. The, well I mean like mechanically mechanics are the yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's more or less what I'm talking about. It's it's just that with the new model skin, essentially. But like the overall gameplay I'm thinking based on that title or the description will be similar. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it looks looks like could be cool. Full new engine. I mean, being designed for Avatar, like this this like supports insane levels of detail in the environment, so that could be really cool. I think it'll be good. Just don't make another Jedi. I think we've had our Jedi game. Right. Let's do something else. Yeah, this, this I agree. A little different. Yeah, I totally agree with yeah. that. Uh, I'm very very excited. Very last on the list is Jedi Fallen Order Two, which uh, they did say they were going to franchise or sub franchise. I guess seeing as the first one was so successful. So I mean, you know, fans of the first game, I quite enjoyed it. I I was skeptical, I, loved it. Yeah, it's it's cool. I'm looking forward to this. Like it's going to be. I'm still trying. To... I just sat down and enjoyed like a game like that. It's fun. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, and uh, currently you can play through uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, Battlefront Two, Battlefront. Uh, slow servers are slow online though. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons pretty active, and the mobile game Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes. Um, so those are the the current Star Wars games that you can get. And of course, you know, we've all played Star Wars: Battlefront Two probably. I don't know too much, <laughs> uh, so yeah, lots of lots of new games to look forward to eventually. But uh, um, yeah, do you guys have any any th- anything to bring up? I guess before we before we wrap up here. No, I think I'm. All I'm good. just glad we're finally moving towards games based around story. Like I feel like it was kind of up in the air until we got Star Wars. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, and now that that's been proven to be successful, we're actually getting story games again, instead of just shooters and mobile. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, I like that too. That's a great point, yeah. What about you, Bryce? Anything you're looking forward to? Anything uh, you're still playing? Old games, council games, things that you would have loved to have seen? I don't know. It'll be fun to like be just really stuck in. Like a Star Wars game with a lot of content is something I kind of really want to like as, as nice as fallen order was and like it was like a it was like a hard drug right it was just like a shot of something like really great and then it was like ah, i'm like going through withdrawals and now there's nothing so yeah. it'd, be, it'd be cool to get something um something just that i can play over and over again like i think the last game i kind of did that for was empire at war some sort of like strategy game with a lot of replay value so totally yeah i don't know hopefully uh this open world game just i don't know i can sink a lot of hours into it yeah Yeah, i'm hoping it's truly open as well like same level as say like elder scrolls or something but you can go like multiple planets different quest lines make your own character different like level up you can kind of go different a different direction a different style each time you play it that's kind of what i want i think that'd be cool yeah that'd be great all right guys what about you josh oh man i i would love to see uh I mean, this Lego game come out eventually. Should I pull over to <laughs> you? Uh, like, yeah, there's my game. Yeah, so. that's, that's my game. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I mean, the old, the old uh, Battlefront three. That's something I used to look forward to quite a lot until it was canceled, as yeah. well as uh, I mean, Imperial Commando. It's a crying shame, but yeah. I got a question for you. So, if they're re-releasing Kotor, does that officially make it canon? Uh, it's well. <sighs> 
That's a good question because, like, I think I think being a Kotor remake, it's it's a gray area. Yeah, it's a it, yeah it it's so far in the past with the story that you know it's like the old Republic is still a very current thing. Like that was probably the only game that lived through the whole Disney buyout. And that's still not canon or considered to be canon. So, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Being a remake is not even, there's nothing different about it aside from the graphics. The story's probably just going to be the same. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I doubt that it's going to be marketed as canon material, seeing that they've had this entire time to, to make it canon. I, I don't see it being canon, but. Fingers crossed. I mean, they could always just do a 180 and be like, guess what? It's canon now. Yeah, because, like, hear me out. This is just a total fan theory, right? Because we all remember this game being so great. And, like, I feel like what we've seen with Mandalorian is Dave and John are willing to bring stuff back. So what if they intentionally asked for this game to be brought back so new audiences will play it again so they'll know the relevancy for something else coming out? Yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, you know, that would be that would be a great way to kind of loop people in before they they start heading in that direction with the the era and everything. Yeah, it's a great, great idea. So, but yeah, that's my take on that. So, uh, you know, guys, thanks for thanks for coming back on the show. This is cool. It's also a good test of our new hardware setup, which is currently in a in a beta structure mode at the moment. But um, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool when we get the the mics all set up. We can have. Hopefully it won't be canceled by yeah. George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it won't be canceled. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully our par- our party won't be over. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> this party's over. <laughs> oh man, that's a good end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. Catch you later. All right, and uh, thank you to our listeners for tuning into the show. As always, please give us a, uh, a good rating. Share this show with a friend, and uh, you can look forward to our next episode, which will get into all the canceled shows and movies that never happened, which uh, under the Disney banner has happened quite a lot. So uh, lots to talk about there, as well as the old Star Wars Underworld series by George Lucas and Star Wars Detours by Seth Green, I think it is. There's so much content there, so uh, you can look forward to that. As always, guys, may the force be with you, and we'll see you next time on Star Wars. Discovery.